Cooperative Funeral Care recently published the results of a survey of the music chosen for funerals over the last 12 months. They report that contemporary pop music now outplays hymns by two to one. The favourite remains Frank Sinatra's My Way. In at number 13 is Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. And incidentally, I've just received a request to have it played during the signing of the registers at a wedding that I'm taking next year. (laughs) I've yet to explore with the couple why they've chosen it. But there's one song, according to the survey, that is regularly requested for funerals and regularly refused because it's not acceptable to the minister. It's John Lennon's Imagine, which begins like this. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us, above us only sky. Imagine all the people living for today. The writer of the book of Revelation has the completely opposite intention to John Lennon. He has been given a vision of heaven and he invites his readers to join him there in their imagination. St John the Divine invites his readers to imagine that there is a heaven and paints a picture of what it is like. The whole of the book of Revelation describes the author's vision. Given to him, writes John, from God by an angel. John is exiled on the island of Patmos, so his words of prophecy are to be read aloud to seven churches because he cannot be with them in person. John writes to address a particular historical situation of Christians in the Roman province of Asia towards the end of the first century AD. He writes to Christians who may be suffering persecution or may face it in the future because of their faith in Jesus Christ and to help them to see God's purpose in their situation. John's writing is the only New Testament example of apocalyptic literature. Daniel is the earliest example of a number of apocalyptic writings in the Old Testament. These works describe visions revealed to the writer which seek to describe the end times, when God will come to judge the earth. They also seek to answer the question with which all Christians have to grapple. Why does a good God let bad things happen? Why does the world seem to be ruled by evil and not by God? The apocalyptic writer's answer is that, despite appearances, God is in control. God does rule his creation and will overthrow evil and establish his kingdom. John's vision of the end times, of the new heaven and the new earth, of the holy city, 
the new Jerusalem where God shall dwell among his people. It's not simply about promising pie in the sky when you die. Yes, of course, it must have been a great consolation to those facing possible martyrdom to be given a vision of a place where a great multitude from all nations had come out of the great tribulation, had been washed clean by the blood of the Lamb, where they would not hunger or thirst any more, where they would be led to living fountains of waters, where God would wipe away all tears from their eyes. But John seeks to convey far more than this. His intention in taking his readers in their imagination up into heaven with him is so that they can see the world from the heavenly perspective. He shows them a vision of a future where God has triumphed over evil and his kingdom has come on earth as in heaven. This isn't about escaping from the present or escaping into the future, but about seeing the here and now quite differently in the light of God's purposes for his world. I was 16 years old when Martin Luther King spoke in Washington, D.C. at the March for Freedom in a country where there was still massive discrimination on the grounds of the colour of a person's skin. He said to his audience, I am not unmindful that some of you have come here out of great trials and tribulations. And then he told them to go back home, knowing that somehow the situation could and would be changed. He told them not to wallow in the valley of despair because he had a dream. His I have a dream speech has gone down in history. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the colour of their skin, but by the content of their character. His proclamation of that dream led to his assassination. Without it, would there, I wonder, now be a black American president fighting for a second term in office? John Lennon wrote Imagine in 1971. We live at a time when many people are happy to imagine that there's no heaven. A time when Stephen Hawking describes heaven as a fairy story for people who are afraid of the dark. Yet for Christians, from the earliest times up until the present, seeing the world from the perspective of heaven, being given a vision of how the world could be, has inspired them to acts of extraordinary courage. Has inspired them to resist evil. Has inspired them to defend the vulnerable and the weak. Has inspired them to lay down their lives. These were not the acts of people afraid of the dark and needing a bit of comfort. So we have a choice. We can imagine a world where there's no heaven, 
It's easy if you try, according to Lenin. Or we can have a vision of a world seen from the heavenly perspective, from God's perspective. Can we imagine a world where Christ reigns over all and in all? A world of justice and freedom and peace. Because if we can, then surely we will want to do something, however small, to bring it about.